0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of disorderly dogs, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed episode 271 with my friend Haley. Uh, I know that there, it's it's a very charged subject, but I hope that it gave you some perspective. And for those of you who felt like it didn't give the perspective you, you wanted it to give, I do also want to caveat that I am planning to do an episode spotlighting some amazing rescue dogs who were really easy. Yeah, because it's true. Easy rescue dogs exist. They do. They're out there. So I think in order to perhaps balance your perspective, I'm planning on doing an episode about that soon, right? Really just highlighting a a rescue dog that really was quite easy and fit into their life. And like every single dog needed training and teaching and things of that nature. But I do also want to spotlight that perspective because not all rescue dogs have crazy behavior problems. They really just don't. A lot of them are really easy to blend into your household, much easier than a young puppy in my case. But anyway, so today in this episode, I want to share some things that are very fresh on my mind because I also live in the world with all of you, and I also have to endure other people and their dogs and some of the ridiculous, absurd, and sometimes dangerous things that happen, okay? So in today's episode, I wanted to share some of my personal ethics, right? Some of my personal um, responsibilities that I make sure that I am maintaining in being a dog owner. I like to call myself a dog guardian, but some people are comfortable with owner. Anyways, (laughs) I just want to share with you like the things that I personally practice and believe that it could be a much better (laughs) world for all of us dog owning folks with Just a little bit more effort, right? I know that a lot of you here are like me and you probably are going to be like, yep, with you girl, like totally those responsibilities are mine too. But I think that it's important to have these conversations to inspire people to do just like small changes that... That really just are not that hard and have a huge impact, right? So I also want to caveat this by saying that I feel like we are all doing our best, right? I am not perfect. You are not perfect. We're all doing our best. But I think that there are certain responsibilities that we have as dog owners that we have to maintain, right? Like not only for ourselves and our dogs, but also for society at large. Okay. So I want to give you just a little bit more background before I share some, some bullet points of responsibilities. So. We live in Colorado. Many of you also live in Colorado. It is July. July is prime hiking season. The wildflowers are insanely beautiful, and tons, thousands and thousands of people flock to the trails, which I wholeheartedly understand. I'm one of those people, but a lot of these people bring their dogs. And while I want those dogs to come, I want the puppies to come. I know that hiking is so enjoyable for so many dogs. There is also A huge expense to the landscape, to other people, because of a lot of things that (laughs) dog owners are not taking responsibility for, which I think that they should. Okay, so now that I've given you a little bit more insight into what's happening and, you know, why this episode came about, I want to talk about some specifics here. So, obviously, when it comes to being a dog owner, we have responsibilities in the taking care of our dogs and our dog's welfare and meeting their basic needs and all of you have heard me talk about this a lot on this podcast, 271 episodes, well, 272 I think now, to be exact about meeting our dog's needs, giving them space and time to be dogs, choosing kindness, compassion, and science-based training to teach them, not using aversive training tools, making sure that they're getting as nutritious a diet as we can afford, making sure that just their overall well-being and their needs are met. We've talked them the skills that they need, we've trained them the behaviors that they need to know to be successful in this world, we've accepted them for who they are, and I think that at this point, all of you listening to this podcast, you're doing that. (laughs) You're doing all of the things that I think that a responsible dog owner does when we're talking about the dog's well-being, right? Like you are bending over backwards, you're doing everything you can to make sure that this dog has a really, really great life and that you both can be successful today together, right? So I wanna just I wanna give you all some credit there because I know if you are listening to this podcast, you are already doing that. And, you know, this is something that I don't want to go into too much detail about because again, right, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast is basically what this whole podcast is about is being responsible as a dog guardian and, you know, your dog's overall well being. But I wanna I wanna shift the conversation today into some of the responsibilities that I think You owe to your community, the people around you, your safety, their safety, everyone's dog safety. I think some of the responsibilities we have for the places that we go and spend time with our dogs, right? And this is fresh on my mind, right? Because it is so insanely beautiful in the high country right now. And while I'm all for everybody being able to get out and enjoy nature, we all have a responsibility to protect the landscape, protect the wild animals that live there, right? And again, I am not perfect at this, but I am doing my damnedest. And I really hope that this episode will maybe reaffirm for you, like, yep, I'm doing everything I can. But also, I think it's important that maybe we can start continuing to lead by example, right? Practice what we preach, share, um, share with our fellow dog guardians, hold other dog owners, um, to a certain standard, because if not, there's, there's a very big expense. Okay. So let's talk about your social responsibility, right? Some of your, um, your obligations when being a part of a community, right? So I know that there is so much contention around off-leash dogs and there should be. I know that sometimes on this podcast, it makes it seem like my dogs get to be off-leash all the time. But the truth is that my dogs get to be off-leash in appropriate areas where it's not coming at the expense of the safety of perceived safety of my community members. And this is something that, I see a lot in my day-to-day, okay? So I live by a park and there is a lot of off-leash dog use at this park. And to be completely frank with you, if your dog is off-leash and it's not fucking up a landscape and it's not bothering me or my dogs, I really don't care. I honestly really don't care, but that is not the case. <laughs> that is not the case recently. There is a particular woman in my neighborhood who has four dogs who she walks off leash at a public park with leash laws, and her dogs just run up to my dogs and she's like, oh, I didn't see you there. And I'm like, oh, in this public space that we're all sharing. I think that that is unfair for all of us. And we shouldn't be doing that, right? We have a responsibility to one, keep ourselves safe and two, not do egregious things that come at huge expenses to other people, right? And I know that I'm preaching to the choir right now because I know you all feel me on this so much, but I think that there is a big difference between letting your dogs be off leash in areas where there's not a huge expense to the landscape, to the people, to your dogs, to other animals, and there are a lot of situations where we can do that, right? We can check off all those boxes, right? We can let our dogs be off leash. There's not a huge expense to the landscape or other people or the safety of you or wildlife, right? Like I do that all the time with Wayland. I do that all of the time. But if we don't have those things in place, I think we have to just use leashes. Oh my God, everyone just wants their dog to be off leash all the time, and I feel you, because that would make my life easier. But that's not the world we live in. Well, that's not the world I live in. I will say that if you live in a smaller town and you have more property, you have more leeway here. You get to do this more without a coming expense. But those of you who live in the city like me, no, it doesn't. We have a social responsibility to keep ourselves safe and keep our dogs safe and keep our community members safe. And like not just physical safety, but also like the feeling of safety, right? Because it does not make me feel safe in my own neighborhood when I know this lady has four dogs that she has no control over that constantly run up to people's dogs. That does not make me feel safe. That makes me feel unsafe. That makes me feel very anxious. That makes me feel very, very frustrated, right? And this is something that I think that all of you could probably fill in the blanks with your own personal experience about, right? But I think we have, uh, we definitely have a social responsibility in being dog owners to not let our dogs off leash in egregious situations where it's going to come at the expense of other people or landscapes or animals, right? Like we just shouldn't be doing that. It's just unexcusable, right? We don't live, well, I don't live in a rural town where all the dogs get along and nobody ever has to use leashes and everything is fine. I don't live in that, reality. And I think that a lot of us like want there to be that reality. And that's brilliant. And you know what? I know a lot of you have changed your life and bought properties so that can be your reality. So respect to you for that. But I think that, you know, we have to to come to terms with the reality of like, we live in communities with lots of other people and lots of other dogs, and we have to use leashes a vast majority of the time. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Right? We should just do that. And all of this is to say is that I think that my personal experience is like when you get to the mountains, you're going hiking, you're in the woods, wherever you go and you're like home to escape, to get into nature, right? Wherever that is, right? Maybe it's the mountains, maybe it's the woods like me, maybe for you it's like the desert, maybe it's the beach. When we take our dogs there we want to feel like it's different, right? Like it's a different reality and the same rules don't apply and that causes a lot of problems. That causes a lot of problems, right? Because then we get to the mountains and we're like, oh, there's not really rules. And then slowly but surely, all these things start to happen and we realize like, oh, that's why like dogs stay on leash and that's why we pick up poop and we pack it out, right? Like I think that... This is something that I've observed personally recently. There have been some pretty egregious things that have happened on hiking trails with other people, their dogs, leaving behind poop. And it's just like... I, I don't want to rant, you know, but it's also like, this has been my lived experience. This is what's really happening. And I know so many of you feel me so hard on this, right? Like we have a social responsibility. Okay. We can't just like let our dogs run willy nilly and just expect everybody to work around our dogs doing these things or think that like our dogs don't have an expense to wild places when we take them there because we do, right? The dog's There is an expense. There is an expense to environments when we take our dogs there. And I think we have a responsibility to minimize those negative effects, those expenses as much as we possibly can, right? One of those ways is very easy. It is pick up your dog's poop, pack it out when you are out of the woods, put it in a trash can, right? It's not that hard. I saw so many poop bags that had poop in them that people had clearly left behind. One of my most favorite trails, a trail that I have been going to for 15 years, every summer for 15 years. And this place is disgusting. Hundreds and hundreds of bags full of poop that clearly no one was going to pick up, right? It's just... We have to take responsibility. We can't just take our dogs to the woods, especially in a busy place and be like, oh yeah, my dog pooped. Oh, well, I put it in a bag and think that that is enough. It is not enough. It's probably just making it worse. It's probably just making it worse. If you follow me on Instagram over at Adventure Dog Academy, you saw my spicy reel about this recently. Spicy in, I kind of was not very nice in my reel, but I was trying to prove a point. And we have to... We have to step up to that obligation, okay? Like, and that responsibility. I have packed out thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dog turds, okay? Like, I can't even express to you how many I have packed out, and I will never stop because it has to be done every single time. OK, like we can't just like get lax and think like, OK, oh, I'm on in this beautiful place. My dog pooped. Oh, it's just going to break down. Everything's going to be fine. No, these ecosystems are already taxed. They're already extremely taxed by everything else that's happening in the world. And we're just adding more expense there if we don't repeatedly take our responsibility and pack out dog waste. Right. Every single time every single time. I honestly never leave poop, poop behind unless it is like liquid diarrhea that there is absolutely no possible way I could get it in a bag and pack it out, right? And that's our responsibility. And even outside of the woods, team, when you are in your city, when you are in your community, when you are in your town, leaving your dog's poop behind is contaminating, further contaminating all kinds of things around your area and negatively infecting affecting not only the landscape wild animals but other people just pick it up there's no excuse to leave it behind can you tell that I'm very passionate about this topic anyways okay so you know we have these social responsibilities obviously a social responsibility is to manage our dogs appropriately so that They're safe. The landscape is safe. People are safe. Other animals are safe. We fuck this up sometimes. We all do. But what I'm saying is that we have to do better and learn, right? And every time we got to get better at managing our dogs and better at doing what we need to do to be successful out in the world with them. That is our responsibility as their guardians, okay? Something that happened recently that was... uh, Overall, not the best, but all things considered, everyone is okay. Long story short, we were on a hiking trail. I had my dogs on leash. Someone had their dog off leash, and instead of recalling their dog and respecting the fact that I had my dogs on leash, <laughs> the dog approached. Long story short, this dog went after Waylon, tried, was literally biting him. My mom got hurt ripping him off. It turned into this whole thing. And... I am compassionate. I have had dogs who are aggressive. I get it. But if it's your responsibility. If you know that your dog can be aggressive sometimes, like Waylon can be sometimes, why I had him on a leash is that you have to manage them appropriately so that they are not causing harm to other things around you, right? Because my mom got hurt. She got bit. She got a redirected bite from this dog. Waylon got bit, right? I got hurt. Jasmine, my mom's dog, bless her, got scared. Like it was really, it was something that could have so easily been avoided if the guardians would have maintained their responsibilities as dog owners, but they didn't, right? And again, I am not perfect, I fuck up sometimes, but overall, I take responsibility for my dogs and I am doing my damnedest every single time to make sure that everyone stays safe, right? Everyone stays safe. I think that the conversation around off-leash dogs, or social responsibility, keeping wildlife safe, this is something that my perspective continues to shift towards Dogs should be on leash in areas where there's a high density of wildlife. Which is, it's a shift, right? Like I love to let my dogs be off leash in the woods, and I know that there's an expense to that, right? But the the (laughs) the more the time passes, the more I feel like I'm not maintaining my responsibility as a dog owner by letting my dogs be off leash in the woods too much. It's not that I don't do it, because I do sometimes, but recently especially recently with like how busy all the trails and stuff are we've just been staying on leash man right and it's like dogs running around in fields that's probably damaging ecosystems and flowers too and again this is i'm not saying that there's a perfect solution or that i'm like super clear cut in this but i i am, am understanding and embracing more and more the responsibilities that i have as a dog owner, to not let that come at a huge expense to other parts of the world and environment, right? So I think that we have a lot of social responsibilities when it comes to being a dog owner. And I think that this is something that I would love to see more conversation around. I think that Bless the Instagram. We've been trying. We've been trying over there. But this is an episode that I really just felt like quite fiery about. I think you could, you could pick that up in the way that I was describing this. But I think that we have to come to terms with we have responsibilities, right? As a dog owner. And those are not just to the dog. Okay. Those are to basically our communities, landscapes, the world that we exist in with our dogs. Right. And the more we can embrace that, I think the better the world can become. Right. And, you know, it makes me sleep better at night (laughs) feeling like I am maintaining my responsibilities as a dog owner. All right, everyone, short and sweet episode. It has been a total delight to be with you today. Like I said, I am hoping to do a spotlight podcast episode on a really easy rescue dog. And it's going to be fun. And I'm really looking forward to celebrating that. All of you who don't have easy dogs like me, I'm with you hang in there. If you have any questions, you have any suggestions for this podcast, head over to disorderlydogs.com. There is a suggestion box on the website. You can find previous episodes. It is my pleasure. I love this podcast. Smooch those puppies for me. And I am already looking forward to the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show.